Get up, Flyer fans. It's the show just for you. Flyer Feedback, presented by Bud Light and live from Flanagan's Pub on Stewart Street in Dayton. Stop by after the game for delicious food and 24 beers on tap. Flyer Feedback is brought to you by Bud Light. Here's to the beer you can always count on. And by Flyer Spirit, the university-owned student staff destination for Dayton Flyers gear. Hashtag Flyer Spirit. Call in with your comments or questions, 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Now, here's your host, John Bedell. Well, actually, it's Alan Willis in for John Bedell tonight, and I'm here with uh, former Flyer great Nate Green celebrating a Flyers victory. Yes, yes. Took a little longer. Overtime. That's all right. We'll take it. 88-83 was the final. Moves the Flyers now to 5-5 five and five on the year. Big win tonight. Invite you to come out and join us. We're here at Flanagan's Pub on Stewart Street near Brown. Brought to you by Bud Light. Tonight's special Bud Light. 16-ounce aluminum for just 3 bucks. So come out and join us. Participate if you're at home or on your way home. 457-1290 is the number to call. Or you're welcome to come up and join us on the Bud Light mic. So where do we start, Nate? i, I got to start with Josh Cunningham. Yeah, we got to give he, him his props. He is a beast. Yeah. He's had a solid season so far. Um, he's probably close to averaging a double-double, if not averaging one now. Yep. Um, he's, he's, he's been huge for us, and uh, we just need him to continue to do what he's doing. Um, he's bringing it every night, and he honestly reminds me of uh, one of my old teammates, Keith Walaskowski. Yep. Um, you know, we call him 9-5 to because he got it done every night, and he was one of those guys that would get you a double-double, and you didn't even know it. And Cunningham is the same way. He, he just, through the flow of the game, he's doing what he's supposed to do. And by the end of it, he's at his double-double. And he had a nice one tonight with, I think, like 27 points. 29 points, career 20, high. 29 and 18 rebounds. 18 boards, yeah. You know, that's huge. That's, that's big time. Yeah. CJ used to be that way, too. Chris Johnson oh, was yeah. one of those guys just around the ball all the time. And, and Josh is the same way. And, and he even, you know, you can see – how many calls did he get against the other team because they were trying to box him out and he still had better position than they did and they were calling it on them. And that was the thing, you know, and people don't really understand that. Um, he has great footwork, and that's what it takes to get around them guys and get in the right position to get those rebounds and get in the position so that they can foul you. Um, like I think he, what, did he, he took 17 free 17 throws 17 free throws, yeah. You know, so he was being effective, and, you know, he was drawing that contact, and they couldn't contain him, so they had to foul him. And there's something, too, and you know this from playing, of course, there's that want to to be a good rebounder you, yeah. you've got to be able to get in there and mix it up i mean the footwork counts and being able to jump and all yeah. that but there's a desire that a lot of folks don't have no you got to want to rebound and you know that's why you don't have as many guys that average double figures in rebounding because it's not something that they want to do because you have to really put a lot of effort into it and uh cunningham i got to take my hat off to him so far he's doing great and i just hope it continues he's Thanks. healthy right now Flyers had uh, 12 offensive rebounds, and I'm going to guess Josh had at least half of those. Oh, yeah. Easy. Uh, I think at one point um, the team had 20 rebounds, and he had uh, 13 of them. <laughs> I, I believe it. I mean, he had a double-double, I think, in both halves. So it was, it was a great performance by him, but others had great performances too. The, the senior, Daryl Davis, 22 points tonight. Um, Hit some big threes. He, he did. He hit some big threes, and um, he's stepping up as a senior. 
But, you know, the one thing that I noticed and I know a lot of people are talking about is our, um, our zone. Um, and a lot of people got to understand something. We're a very young team that um, hasn't played together in that situation, and we weren't a zone team. Yep. We were a man-to-man team, and because teams realized that we have really dominant big guys, that they had to go zone on us, so they had to start practicing that in practice. So as time goes on, and what I've noticed is, as the season has progressed, they are getting better every game with that zone, and they will continue to get better with it. Um, you know, they're getting to their spots now and a little better than they would. But I like the way the coach did it today. You know, he had to play a little zone and threw a little man out there to him to switch things up, and the team um, reacted to it very well. Yep. So being a former player, Georgia State, you didn't really know what defense they were going to be in each and every time coming down. And they knew that coming into it. Ron Hunter, you know, notorious for Switching mixing up. up the defenses and stuff. Um, and it seemed like Dayton was pretty prepared for that tonight. Yeah, they, they were. And they're going to have to continue to be prepared for that because that's what they're going to see from a lot of teams. You know, as the season goes on, every team scouts. Yep. And they're going to see that they have difficulty with the switch-ups. And as long as we continue to practice it and get better, we're going to be okay. So a freshman played big time tonight. Jordan Davis uh, played 36 minutes tonight, uh, 12 points. But he also hit some big threes. Matter of fact, if I remember correctly, he had either our first five points or almost our first five points. Yeah. Really kind of got us off to a good start tonight. Yeah, he came out, hit the first three for us, yep. um, got us going. Um, he, he's played well. He's stepping up. And um, honestly, what's happening is he's taking advantage of the time that he's getting yeah. and showing the coach what he can do. Very, very um, cool under pressure. Both him and Crutcher are really cool under pressure. Yeah, they are. They they have one speed, in it, but it's a consistent speed that works well for them. Yep. All right. Well, we are here at Flanagan. Santa is even in the house over here. I saw him walk in. I saw him. He didn't sneak in here. It's Christmas time. I know what that's about. And we got Leslie up at the Bud Light mic. Jeff's over here and his captain. It's Neil Hat. I love it. Ideal travel. Leslie, what are you guys doing? Oh, my gosh. Alan and Nate, um, a night like tonight, there's not a lot There's not a lot you can count on. There's not a lot you can predict. So I'm going to make some holiday predictions for you. All right. First one, Flyers are going to get better. Yes. Uh, yeah. More importantly, we've got some wonderful December graduates of the university. They're going to do great in the world and make changes and make it a better place. So that's very important. And with the fact that, okay, we're not sure how the Flyers are going to do, I predict that the Flyer fanatics are going to support them on the road this year. And an important part of that is heading to St. Louis in January. We've got a wonderful weekend trip, the weekend of January 26th. Two nights hotel package, motor coach transportation, game tickets, three twenty nine per person based on double occupancy. I predict that there is going to be at least one or more of your relatives that are going to drive you crazy this this coming holiday week. They are going to make you wish you were out of town right then, but you need to delay that gratification by one month and follow the flyers with Ideal Travel. You need to give me a call at 223-7447 to be able to follow your flyers to beat those Billikens in St. Louis in late January. Oh, yeah. And we are still optimistic for the Atlantic 10, you know, the conference season in general. So we do have a wonderful package to follow the Flyers to D.C. in March. 1149 plus tax per person, round-trip air, four nights hotel, all-session game tickets. 
Don't forget about your Flyer Fanatic friends that need a little something in their stocking. So definitely Monday, give me a call, 223-7447. We believe in you, Flyers. Good job. Thank you, Leslie. That would be a nice little stocking stuffer, a little trip with uh, some fellow Flyer Fanatics and all that. 88-83 88-83 was the final tonight. Overtime, the Flyers come away. They're now 5-5 five and five on the year. Uh, it was 40-36 Flyers at half, tied at regulation at 75. And then the Flyers uh, outscored them a little bit there in uh, overtime. Uh, great play, uh, John Crosby, second half. Um, he really stepped up his game. Scored, I believe, nine of his 11 total points. Had some nice dishes. Played calm. Played under control, which is very important for John. Yeah, and um, that's what we need out of him. If he continues to do this, um, he's going to lead this team, um, and we're going to do good things. Um, You know, we're going to have spurts because we are young where you're going to be like, oh, what are we doing? But then you're going to have, you know, great showmanship, as I call it, because you're going to see flashes of great things that the future is going to have for us because we are young, and you got to think, um, in four years, we're still going to have most of this team. Yeah, yeah, you know? and I'm I'm excited about it. I, I think I think it's going to be fantastic. Hey, if you got a question for us or comment, four five seven twelve ninety, you can join the Flyer Feedback Show as well. Nate, I got to ask you this. I know it was exam week for the guys. You've been there, obviously, and done that. How hard is it to to focus on one thing and then know you've got to focus on a ball game? Um, honestly, you know. We looked at it as we had to focus on schoolwork and then coming to play basketball was a relief. It was a, a break from reality. Yeah. And, um, you know, we don't look at it as a job or anything. We look at it as something. We do this for fun. Okay. And, you know, so it wasn't a lot of pressure. We was glad to be on the floor because we was tired of looking at them books and sitting in, <laughs> in that classroom. Um, so, you know, I know they'll be excited to be back on the court. Yeah, I, I can't even imagine. I mean, it was, like you said, it was probably a relief just to get away, you know, from everything. So we're going to cut it away here and go to the top of the hour here in just a second. We invite you to once again to join us out here at Flanagan's Pub on Stewart Street near Brown. It's all brought to you tonight by Bud Light, tonight's special Bud Light 16-ounce aluminum for just 3 bucks. You can join us here at the Bud Light Mike. You can give us a call at 457-1290. Plenty of ways to be involved. It's your show. It's Flyer Feedback Live from Flanagan's Pub on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. From our downtown Dayton McAfee Heating and Air Studios, WHIO AM Dayton, WHIO FM Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station. This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. Depend on it. The Thompson Fire grows to the third largest in California history. I'm Carmen Roberts, Fox News. A warning to the residents of Montecito and other towns in the path of the wildfire near Los Angeles. Get out. In the neighborhood we're in is under mandatory evacuation. The truth is, though, that's only mandatory in name. We've seen some homeowners who have decided to stay. Of course, when they do that, that could be a big hindrance to the firefighters who are racing through these streets trying to save their homes if the flames potentially come down that hillside behind me. So this area evacuated, but we have seen some people sticking around. Fox's Will Carr. The additional evacuation order comes as Santa Ana winds kick up again, pushing the fire 
close to homes owned by celebrities, including Oprah, Ellen DeGeneres, and others. An attorney with the Trump sent transition team claims that special counsel Robert Mueller's team inappropriately obtained private transition documents, including privileged communications. Mueller's team allegedly did that through the General Services Administration, or GSA. During the transition period, provided office space and supplies to the transition team, and also notably hosted the team's email services. Now, part of that agreement is that any computers or communications are secure, but in August, the transition team claims that the special counsel requested copies of the emails, laptops, cell phones, and other materials belonging to more than a dozen top transition team members. Fox's Garrett Tenney. The health community is upset over a news report that says the Trump administration is prohibiting the Centers for Disease Control from using seven words or phrases in official budget documents. Words including diversity, transgender, and science-based. A spokesman for Health and Human Services, though, says it's a mischaracterization to say the words are banned, but would not elaborate. Fox News, fair and balanced. I'm Major Stan Senek of the Dayton Salvation Army. Did you know that every dollar you donate to the Army goes on an incredible journey of hope? It gives children wonderful opportunities to learn, shows the way to good health, provides spiritual enrichment, and of course it feeds 4,000 families at Christmas time. Won't you help us spread hope? Please send your gift today or donate online at DaytonCroc.com. And please remember our red kettles. God bless you. 14 teams come to compete, but only one will win the crown. The Heart of the Nation will host the Atlantic 10 Men's Basketball Championship at Capital One Arena in March of 2018. Five days of non-stop basketball action. There can only be one champion. The A-10 Championship at Capital One Arena in Washington, D.C., March 7th through 11th, 2018. Buy your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. You can always count on the crisp, refreshing taste of Bud Light. Just like you can always count on just-in-time Jane. She's rescued you from more bad dates than you want to remember. Close-talking Clyde. Lied about his height, Larry. And lest we forget, Whispering Walt. He was probably a nice guy if you only heard a single word he said. Just-in-time Jane is famous among friends. She deserves a Bud Light. Enjoy responsibly Bud Light Beer, AB St. Louis, Missouri. Increasing clouds overnight tonight, lower 30s. Sunday, we'll see rain showers move in with the best chances coming during the afternoon. Highs will be in the lower 40s. A couple of lingering spotty showers can't be ruled out Monday, mid-40s. Near 50, mostly cloudy Tuesday, partly cloudy Wednesday and Thursday. Lower 40s on Wednesday, upper 40s Thursday. I'm meteorologist Brett Caller in the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. You're listening to Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Call with your questions and comments now at 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. All right, Flyer fans, welcome back live. We are at Flanagan's Pub on uh, Stewart Street right near Brown on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. You can join us here live. You can call us at 457-1290. 
Join us here at the Bud Light Mike. Plenty of ways to participate. We're all out here celebrating a Flyer victory tonight in overtime, 88 to 83 over Georgia State. Flyers are now five and five on the year. A much-needed home win for them. They're going to be heading out west here. We'll be talking about that, taking on uh, St. Mary Gale's team that uh, is looking pretty good so far this year, uh, and there are a lot of seniors. So we'll be talking about that. One of the things I mentioned, the Flyers are 5-5. Five and five. So, Nate, here's your, here's your question of the night, right? Two parts. After ten games, give me some positives for the Flyers at 5-5 five and five right now. After ten. After ten? Ten games, yep. One of the positives are that we are 5-5. Five and five. <laughs> um, Honestly, you know, we're a young team. Yep. Um, we still have a lot of growing to go. Uh, we've had a lot of young guys step up. And we're going to have to continue for them to be um, successful, um, for us to be successful. Um, I think they are understanding their roles. And um, like I said, you know, Coach Grant has uh, pushed this zone on our team, and we've been running it, and it's looked a little shaky in the beginning. Um, But like I said, we are getting better every game with that zone. We're closing down those gaps that they were in the beginning, penetrating and getting to. Um, we're being in positions where we need to be. Um, we're not late on rotations. Um, so it's just going to continue to get better. And all I say is, you know, my goal is that we're looking for that A-10 tournament in that postseason. So if we can continue to get better, and as we get better and we learn, we win, that's a good thing. Nope, I absolutely agree. Real quick, and I'll get back to the negatives of the 10-game of the, of the start. Um, Zone. A lot of it is about trust, yeah. right? You got to trust your teammate because if you get beat, you got you got to hope somebody's rotated around, right? Yeah. How long does that take to develop that chemistry, that trust? Um, like I said, I would say by uh, mid-season we should have that under control. Um, the longer and the more time that they spend together, not just on the court but off the court when they're taking these road trips, those are bonding times. And the more you bond with a – teammate and your team all together um you become more comfortable on the floor and you kind of understand and know them so you know where they're going to be and you know that helps also when it's on the offensive end when they're penetrating and um Crosby knows where Cunningham is going to be if he needs to throw it up for the lob or he needs to bounce pass it for him to catch it um those things will take time and um I see progression every game and that's what we want at this moment if you had to pick one thing negative that, that you could that you could point out in the first ten games for the Flyers, something that you weren't expecting. Um, do you have anything? Uh, yeah, I do. I would have to say that I, um, coming out as a team, they're not as aggressive as I would expect them to be. Um, and I understand that you know a lot of our guys are coming out of high school, and you can take time off in high school and still recover and still have twenty points that get that night. Um, I didn't think that it was going to be as bad as it is with them being lackadaisical and taking time off because, you know, the game of basketball is about runs. And what's happening is they're thinking that we can take off, you know, five or seven minutes and come back with a big run. But we're playing high caliber players on the same level. We can't have that big of a lapse. And um, hopefully they'll keep working on it and decrease that. But that's one of my main things that I see that, is that they take off um, large moments and large minutes of lapses where they're lackadaisical and letting the team come back in instead of putting their foot down and 
taking it all the way. You, you must have been reminded of because it's that whole consistent, the Mississippi State, yeah. right? If we had played like we played in the second half, you know, instead of the first half, the way we played, we would have killed him. And tonight, honestly, we had a couple of chances to, to kind of put Georgia State away too. But we came out with the win, 88-83. Let's go here to the Bud Light. Mike live at Flanagan's here. And Jeff. We love in the hat. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, guys. You know, uh, you you mentioned uh, Chris Johnson earlier, and I was just talking about that tonight. Where I I would like these guys to just watch a highlight film of Chris Johnson from his early years, um, because you know in high school he was an undersized post player. He played with his back to the basket a lot. He really made himself a shooter. Yep. But in making himself a shooter, he never assumed the ball was going in the basket. When he let it fly. He started crashing, and he, you know, he had that instinct. He knew where the ball was going to come off. Where it seems like we got a bunch of guys that they'll let it fly, and they'll stand there and they'll watch it, or or their first move is to head to the other end of the court, like like every shot's going in. And uh, you know, there's some long rebounds, and you know, uh, Cunningham, he, he can only mop up so much, and he did a lot of mopping tonight. Yeah. But uh, you know, if some of those guys would, uh, if their first instinct was follow the ball, go get it, you know. Who cares if it goes through the basket and you catch it and you give it to the guy to, to inbound, you know. That's kind of arrogant, you know, but it looks good. <laughs> that's a great point about C.J. Thanks, Jeff, for the question and the comment. I mean, that's a great point about C.J. If you were to go back in his stats freshman, sophomore year, there were a lot of games where he had more rebounds than he had points. Yeah. He was just around the ball, and he let others have the opportunity. It was later in his career where he really, both sides, you know, he, he became the double-double machine. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's a great point, um, you know, that, that he had. Who do you think um, needs to, to kind of step things up a little bit for the team to really take a jump. And it may not even be a person. It may just be like you were talking about. Is it the zone? Is it, you know, the shooting? Is What What do you think can really get them to move? I, I honestly believe that, um, you know, this was Zarius' first game back. Um, I believe once he gets into the rhythm of things, he's going to make a change for the whole team. He's going to be able to um, stretch the floor for us. He's also going to um, give – coach grant the opportunity to go big you know he did it a little bit tonight where i mean he had a costa he had cunningham in there and he had zarius in there um so you gotta think with all three of them in there they're real big but at the same time they can spread the floor because you have all of them that can shoot the ball um you know zarius is a a three-point shooter um and he's hit a lot of big shots for us during the season um and last season also um, so we just need him to get back into the flow of things, and I think he's going to be a great asset to our team and um, help us. Yeah, I think a lot of people, because he's been out the last five games, I think he's kind of forgotten. Yeah, And, he's I mean, for this team, yeah, I agree with you. I mean, for him to come back, and it's not even stepping up, it's just feeling better and to get yeah. back out on the floor, get back healthy. Um, I mean, that's, that's huge to be able to pull somebody like him. So, real quick, so you, you mentioned Costas and – he came back into the game tonight, only played six total minutes, had two fouls, what, in a minute, minute and a half. Yeah. What, and this isn't the first time that that's happened. I remember uh, Big Steve yeah. when he first, he was really Raw. hyper. I, I don't know what the word is, but when he came into the game, he would do that too. What What's the mindset? How can they calm them down so when they come into the game, 
they're not the, full throttle right away. And they're and they were the type of players that you know they want to come in right away and make that big impact. Yeah, you know? the big block. Yeah, the big, the, yep. the big block or coming down making the big dunk, and they want they want to get the crowd involved so quickly that they should just relax a little bit and let the game come to them because the crowd will get into it because um, if you know Acosta, he will give you some highlights. Yep. Um, and I, you know. As, as the season goes on, I think Acosta will do well for us. Um, like I said, he's young. He's raw. He will give you spurts and give you flashes of what he is capable of. Um, but he still needs a lot of time to grow. Um, but we keep following him, and I know because I've seen him work out. He's a hard worker. And if he continues and he has that work ethic that he has now and he continues to have that, by the time he becomes a junior, um we're gonna to have to watch out. He might leave early. Yeah, no, he's 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 the real deal. Yeah. It's just a matter. I mean, you can just see him out there. He's, he's still young. Yeah. It's almost like he's still trying to grow into his body, kind of like Big Steve when he was here. I mean, yeah. that's they're big kids, and and it's uh, and it's hard, and and it's a different game. You know, probably a lot of it when they were in high school and that kind of stuff. They were the big they were the big kids, and now yeah. there's a lot of big kids. You yeah. know, playing Division One basketball. You know, in high school they had, uh, you know, where they could uh, – they have one game where they had players at their level. And then, you know, you had four games that they were mediocre players and they could coast through it. Yeah. But now they have to make that transition to where they have to understand that all the guys are at the same level as him and maybe even a little better because, you know, what I always say is hard work will – overcome talent when talent doesn't work and you know i believe that costa has a great potential for us and if he continues to work hard it's going to be a great upside yeah no i i can't wait to to see him another thing i i noticed too the starting five really played the bulk of this game you know josh played 43 minutes uh daryl played 44 trey played 35 um jordan davis played 36 and john played 31 only four other flyers got into the game, and the most uh, was uh, Zerius and uh, Crutcher for 13 minutes. So I mean, the the starters. I mean, he, Coach Grant, really relied on them tonight. He, yeah, he, he did. He stuck with them, and you know, it was one of them conversations that, hey, I'm gonna ride with you guys. You guys gonna pull it through or not? Yeah. And uh, you know, that's a big thing for kids to give confidence because the coach believes in them, and the, they see that. They're like, oh, coach believes in me. I'm gonna show him what I can do for him. Plus, it gets him into a flow, though, too, right? Instead of this, of this quick in and, in and out, out yes. in and out stuff, yeah. Not, not that I'm referring to anything oh. recently or anything. Yes. <laughs> but, but that's happened. It, it has it happened, happens. absolutely. All right, we go to the Bud Light. Mike, how yeah, you doing? Je- I'm good. Gentlemen, uh, I think Landers gets some points just for uh, hard play and hustle tonight. Absolutely. And, and uh, uh, he's, he's, he's not the smoothest in the world, but he plays hard. He's not used to passing the ball very much. He probably didn't have to in high school. No. But uh, 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 he plays real hard, and he's digging out some rebounds that he probably shouldn't end up getting, but he gets them just on hustle. Yeah. And, I, and I think that's, uh, uh, you know, very admirable on his part. And, and uh, uh, you know, I hope it continues. And I, I, think, I think he can shoot, and, and uh, he's just, uh, you know, not used to acting like a guard. A whole lot so he's strong oh, that's for sure yeah no he had a great game 10 points and he was actually uh, second on the team of rebounds tonight josh had 18 and he had eight 
That's a great point. He had yeah. a lot of big yeah. rebounds for us. Good game. Good yeah. Game. Yeah, he did. Awesome. Thank you very much. Yeah, Landers, yeah. Landers was uh, big for us, too, tonight. Um, I have to take my hat off because uh, he hasn't had the opportunity to uh, show everybody what he can do, you know, and the coach gave him the opportunity tonight and let him play, and um, he showed him what he can do. But, you know, Landis has that uh, gridiron in him. Yeah. Um, you know, he's a football player, and he brought it tonight, and he let him know, like, hey, you come across here, you're going to feel me. If I'm going to the basket, you're going to feel me. He was real aggressive, and that's what we need. Seemed like Coach, a uh, little smaller starting lineup tonight, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so was it a matchup that he saw with the Georgia State team? Did he think – this team would be the best to produce. What do you think his mindset was? I believe that he felt that these were the players that was going to come out and give them the best start um, for this game. and um, he, Which was important. Yeah, and, you know, they want to get off to a good start, and that's what they did. Um, they got off to a good start. I think they uh, led the game for a little bit. Um, it was like uh, I think it was like 11-3 to 3 or 11, yep. something like that. But um, they got off to a good start, and it was a good move. Um, and you'll probably see that a lot more. Um, but you got to also don't we can't forget about Zarius, you know, um, him getting back into the flow of things. Uh, they, we might see a lot of them going big because that causes mismatches. Yeah. Um, because, like you said, Zarius can put the ball on the floor and get to the basket. And um, if he's at the three, they're going to be smaller than him and they can put him in the post. Um, so it's, it's an upside to that. And it's not just that, you know, our guys are big, but we got athletic bigs too, right? Yes. I mean, it's not like they're just uh, big guys that are just stuck in there. I mean, they're guys that can do things. So I, I could see where they're going to be moving things around. But when they were announcing the starting lineup, I thought, okay. And then when they got out on the court, mm -hmm. that we went a little small ball here a little bit. But it, like you said, we needed to get off to a fast start. And so that was very important. We're live out here at Flanagan's Pub. we got uh, one more break that we're going to be getting through here for Flyer Feedback. If you can, make sure you join us. If you can't, maybe you can give us a call, 457-1290. Alan Willis sitting in for John Bedell tonight, along with former Flyer great Nate Green. And we'll be back to wrap things up. It's Flyer Feedback, and we're live from Flanagan's Pub on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. You can always count on the crisp, refreshing taste of Bud Light, just like you can always count on reliable Ralph. Oh. Ask him to move that couch he moved for you last summer. Ralph will do it. Need a ride from the dentist? Better call Ralph. And he won't even film you after the laughing gas and put you online and get millions of views. He's reliable Ralph, for Pete's sake. Reliable Ralph is famous among friends. He deserves a Bud Light. Enjoy responsibly Bud Light Beer, AB St. Louis, Missouri. Adults 50 years of age or better, you have an exciting way to learn about a broad variety of topics. The Osher Lifelong Learning Institute at the University of Dayton, offering fall, winter, and spring seminar series that meet weekly. Choose from seminars such as, what's this cloud I keep hearing about? What you didn't know about taxes? Adventure Travel 2018, artisan bread baking, and more. All offering an intellectually stimulating yet informal non-competitive environment. Call 229-2347 to register or to learn more. That's 229-2347.
helping you get to work and get home for over three decades. He gives traffic reports that are helpful. He's been my favorite for many years. Great traffic reports and a person of trust and authority. Dayton's most trusted traffic authority is Sergeant Mark Bowron. Hear him update traffic every six minutes during Miami Valley's morning news, where you can also get weather every six minutes from Dayton's most trusted meteorologist with in-depth weather information all morning. I trust her weather reports. She always has weather reports that help me plan my day. I love how energetic she is. Knowledgeable. Excellent weather reporter. She's very informative. Count on Storm Center 7 meteorologist Kirsty Zontini with a forecast you can depend on. Right here on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. You're listening to Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Call with your questions and comments now at 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Welcome back, everybody. Flyer Feedback live from Flanagan's Pub on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Alan Willis sitting in for John Bedell along with former Flyer great Nate Green. And we've got somebody at the Bud Light mic, sir. Step up. Hi, I got an amazing first-half statistic for you. Trey Landers, that's Trey. He goes three for three with three rebounds. How about that? That's putting your name on the half. (laughs) Three for three with three rebounds. Yeah, he was putting it out there. But he had a good game overall. He did. He He did. He had a good game, yeah. He had a solid game. And um, honestly, you know, Coach gave him the opportunity and he took advantage of it. And uh, we're going to need that from him. Played 35 minutes, uh, had a couple of assists, had five turnovers, uh, but he played a pretty solid game and uh, three for three from the line, which was that that's impressive too for the Flyers. Oh, he finished three for three from the line. Yep. Yeah. Oh wow, he's three all over. Yeah. Okay. How about that? So awesome. Yeah. No, he played. He played really well. Big win for the Flyers. 88-83 was the final tonight in overtime over Georgia State. Um, do you have anything else? Uh, hey, I want to say I, th- I thought that uh, the national anthem was great tonight. That was great. They, oh. they, they seem to always have great singers. I like it a little better when they do the singers. They're really, they bring some great singers in here for that national anthem, and I thought it was great tonight. That this might have been the best of all. Although I kind of like the Daytones. <laughs> uh, kind of like the Daytones. I thought you wanted me to come sing. Yeah. I, I was going to do it. Now, he did, did a great job. And the older uh, dancers, they did a great job at halftime as well. So the entertainment tonight uh, was, was awesome. So the Flyers leave to, uh, the friendly confines of UD Arena. And they're heading out Tuesday. They go out to California. St. Mary's, the Gales, they're 8-2. and two. They're playing tonight against UC Irvine. Um, they've only lost two games, Nate, and a total of seven points, and they were both in the Wooden Legacy Thanksgiving tournament, lost to Washington State, and then they lost to Georgia in overtime. Um, their coach has been around forever, 16 years, 370 career wins. They're in that West Coast Conference with Gonzaga, and they're a senior-laden team. They've got a 6'11 senior center, uh, averages 21 points a game, 6'6 senior forward, averages 14 points a game, and then they got a 6'1 senior guard, averages 12.7. So the Flyers are going to have their hands full. Oh, uh, They definitely will have their hands full, and um, it, it's going to be a big test for us. For one, you know, it's going to be on the road. And like you said, they're playing a team that's very experienced. Yep. And they've been through these trenches, and they've been in these close games, and, um, you know, they know how to pull it out. And I don't believe that we're at that level yet because we haven't played enough games together. 
as a whole because we've been dealing with injuries. Um, you know, I think this is the first time that I think the whole team is healthy. Been out there? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, because the whole season somebody's been hurt at some point. Um, but so, you know, that's going to be huge for us. It's going to be a big test for us. And uh, if we can pull this road win off, this is going to help us in the postseason, I believe. Oh, that'd be monster. I mean, yeah. it's something that surprised me. The RPI rankings came out, and the Flyers, even with the 4-5 and five record, they were 90th in the RPI. So, I mean, that just that shows you the respect, you know, that the Flyers and the yeah. schedule that they're playing right now. Matter of fact, according to ESPN, their non-conference schedule ranks third in the country. That's huge. Yeah, Maybe. so that that's going to pay big dividends. If they can get on a roll here come tournament time, they're going to get some respect. Yeah, definitely. And like I said, you know, these games here early are going to help us. Um, it's going to help us to grow as a team, but it's also going to help us when it comes to the postseason and, you know, all the brackets and things like that and the analysts looking at it, okay, where is Dayton going to be? These games are going to help us. Yes. And especially if we can get one on the road, that's going to be huge. That would be huge. And honestly, believe it or not, you know, um, I hope we do pull it off, and I do believe that we can. But if we make it a close game and we just keep that a close game, that's still big because we're on the road against a good team. Yeah. You know? And if, from a confidence factor and the eyeball, you know, challenge for later on as well. So in your in your playing time, what was the farthest west that you guys traveled? Yeah, we was in Spokane, Washington. Okay. There's a, ain't nothing out there. <laughs> uh, if you want to torture somebody, send them out there. So how hard is that, though, to travel that distance? Because everybody, you know, you've traveled, you've been on family vacations and stuff. Yeah. How hard is it to travel and then have to focus and play a ball game? Um, you know, all road games are tough because you're not you're out of your element. You know, you, you're out of your routine. When you're home, you have certain things that you do on a regular basis. When you're on the road, you can't do those things. Um, and then when you're on the road and you got to go far away, you got to catch a plane, and then you're taking a bus. Um, those things add up. You know, the the, the body. Um, just sitting on those planes and sitting on those buses, it, it does something to your body, and it, it does affect the game. But um, you got to be mentally ready in situations like that. If you're mentally ready, then, you know, the physical part will come. And then you got the walkthroughs at the hotels and yeah. the shoot-arounds, yeah. and your whole day is just thrown off. It is. Plus, you're worrying about the tests that you've got to study for when you get back and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So, hopefully, the Flyers can get past St. Mary's on Tuesday. Then they come back to UD Arena, finish up the non-conference against the Wagner Seahawks. They're 7-1 and one mm -hmm. on the year, right? They played Ryder today. I don't know what the final score of that, but, you know, they, they've got a big three as well. they got – Two guards, one's a sophomore guard averaging 19.6, Blake Francis. Then they got a senior guard, JoJo Cooper, averaging 12.5 with five assists a game. And then they got a six-forward uh, swing guard, uh, Elijah Davis, averaging 6.4 rebounds. So it seems like all these teams that we're playing, they've got, you know, their own big threes that we've got to worry about. Yeah, and honestly, you know, we're a team that um, we're not going to have a big three. We're going to need a big five or six. Yep, we were um, talking about that. And um, we're, we are a team um, that is not going to have just one or two guys that's going to be able to carry us. We need a whole team effort. And like tonight, we had, what, five guys five in double guys. figures? Yep. Um, and, and we're going to need that on a regular basis. Um, and if we can get five guys in double figures, we have a good chance of winning every game. And it wasn't just the five guys in double figures from scoring, but that was the bulk of your rebounds, yes. the bulk of your assists, the bulk of your minutes. 
Um, and I don't know if we want to go that route every game, but that five that did it tonight could be reversed even as early as Tuesday night. Oh, yeah. And it could be a different five, hopefully having the same results. It could. And, um, you know, like I have to tell all the guys, uh, you know, on the team, you have to be ready because you never know when you're going to be called on. Exactly. Um, any night could be your night, and you just have to be prepared and ready. And, you know, when, it, when situations like that come around, it's mental. You have to be mentally ready to come to the game. You know, physically, that's going to happen. We're going to be there. You know, we're athletes. But when we're coming and preparing for the games, we have to be mentally ready so that we can compete and be at our best. Awesome. Well, the Flyers win in overtime tonight. Now 5-5 five and five on the year. Final score, 88-83 over Georgia State. Uh, they're back in action again Tuesday night against St. Mary's. Of course, all the action is going to be on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Nate, I enjoyed it. Thanks. Oh, Good definitely. seeing you again. Yes. John Bedell will be back in this regular seat coming up soon. Thank you, everybody, for coming out to Flanagan's. And we enjoyed it. Flyers with a big win. And we're wrapping it up here from Flanagan's Pub. Flyer feedback on AM 1290, News 95.7 WHIO. This is Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.